Hello, you tune into Healthish, your inspiring podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, and today in the studio, I have a guest who wants to whip your ass into shape. Chief Braben is his name. Him and his nutrition coach wife, Emily, are responsible for Australia's most jaw-dropping celebrity transformations, including Guy Sebastian and Osha Gonsberg. So he's going to answer the question. Can you actually transform your body in a week? I mean, is it doable? And is it healthy? Is it smart? Is it wise? I'll let him answer that. Now, we keep our Healthish episodes short. So if you want to hear my full chat where Chief tells you exactly how to transform that body in eight weeks, there's your answer there. Just search for Extra Healthish wherever you get your podcasts. Chief, welcome to Healthyish. And in the studio, I think we were on Zoom last time during COVID. We were, yes. Nice to have you here. Lovely being here. Thank you. In the flesh, in the <laughs> fit flesh, might I add. He, he tells me, how many stairs did you run this morning? Uh, ten sets of the South Coogee Death Stairs. Do you know how many stairs there are in that? Uh, Two hundred thirty-two steps on each flight. So each yeah, step. right. Yeah, just yeah. a lazy what. 1200 or something, is that? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. Well, great. You're the perfect person. You're known as a rapid transformation coach. Can you really transform your body in eight weeks or in a time period? Um, very much so. And obviously, every transformation depends on where you start and what you're trying to achieve. But, you know, by just following a scientific approach to, to what you're doing, you get some very, very dramatic results. So what's a kind of time frame that is realistic? We say a minimum of eight weeks. We tend to try and work with clientele on a 12-week basis, predominantly because they will often get the results they want within that eight weeks, but then we want to use the next four weeks to consolidate those results so they actually maintain them because that's what we all want. We want to achieve these you know, phenomenal results, but there's no use if they're fleeting and they're gone you know, three weeks later. They want to be able to maintain that for the long term. So talk us through some key areas that we should look at or you look at when you do your program that will result in this rapid change. Well, there's sort of three main things that we look at are A, the motivation. Um, so uh, how are we going to make sure that someone is actually fully invested in their transformation? So their transformation might be with us face-to-face, um, though we do a lot of transformations now that are remote. So someone could be in a completely different city, a completely different country. Um, the understanding why they're doing something and how to keep them motivated is exceptionally important, particularly the less time we get to spend with them. So that's the first thing is find that motivation, find those buttons. Um, motivation is not, I want to look great in my wedding dress. It really goes back to why is that so important to them. Um, and, you know, it could be a guy, in middle-aged guy saying, oh, I want to lose body fat, I want to do... But the motivation is that he's got a young son who is, you know, getting interested in sport and he wants to be able to do those things with his child. So finding that's number one. The second thing, and, and it's more the, the area that my wife Emily um, is involved with, is the nutrition side of things. So understanding how to eat to achieve the objective that you're after. Um, a lot of people talk about, you know, I eat healthy. Uh, but that's great. But healthy is not eating to increase lean muscle, reduce body fat, whatever your goal might be. So finding out exactly what they want to achieve and then addressing 
how they're currently eating and then how they have to eat to achieve that goal. And then the third one is obviously movement, the exercise side of it. So again, we spend time, A, working out what they need to achieve, um, sort of pathway to that, and also what restrictions there might be. You know, some people might have injuries, illnesses, um, or a lack of, of any training previously. So you have to address all of that as well. Do you have a common theme that runs through people who come to you? Yeah, so funnily enough, the majority of our clientele are uh, over 40, actually probably over 45, but over 40. Um, they tend to be very much A-type personalities from the old school you know, concept of A-type personality. So they're driven individuals who more often than not have spent enormous amount of time, energy on building a career, a family, providing for that family, and have put themselves last. So finally, this is their opportunity to put themselves first, their health first. And that's probably the most common theme in general. And then the other one is definitely, particularly with the men that we train, a lot of men are having children later in life. So they're realizing they're in their mid-40s, early 50s, and they've got a baby on the way. They want to be able to go and kick a football or go running with their kid when they're 16. That's a lot further down the track for them. So they think, well, if we don't do something now, then A, I'm not going to be able to setting a good example for my kids, and B, I'm just not going to be able to be active with my kids. And that scares a lot of people, that thought that they can't enjoy that part of their child's life. I mean, you've trained some you know, high-profile people and regular people who just want to get fitter. What's the difference between someone who's successful at sticking to a, do you call it regime, or yeah, as opposed yeah. to someone who might fall off the wagon? So the people who are truly successful are the ones, and it's a bit of a cliche with people, you know, coaches is um, people who believe in the process and just trust in the process. So if they just give themselves over to it, so, you know, Emily will create a nutrition program. They will make, she makes them write a diary of everything they eat every day. And it's actually a handwritten diary. So you can't put it on your watch. You can't put it in your phone. You've got to turn up like doing homework and hand her your There's diary. There's something a bit more confronting when it's it written is. in front of you, oh, and <laughs> isn't it? When you actually, and it's, it's not even just looking back at it, which is very confronting at times, but it's taking the time to write it down and then starting to realize this is the fourth time I've done an entry in my diary today and it's only lunchtime. And you're starting to think about all the little things that if you got to the end of the day and just put into your phone or whatever it might be, you're going to miss probably more than 50, 60% of what you actually ate. So that's really interesting part of what she does. Um, and then from that, she takes into account, obviously, the goal they're trying to achieve and Things like if they have allergies, you know, obviously a lot of people are gluten intolerant, et cetera, nowadays, um, or realize that they are, or celiac. Um, if they're vegan, so obviously when we trained Osha, it was a very um, intricate uh, nutrition program that Emily had to create for him because being, uh, being vegan and wanting to put on muscle and lose fat at the same time is ridiculously hard. So... That's it's a lot to go into when it comes to nutrition. What about training? Do you you know if you do want to hit a goal in eight weeks, is it training every second day, every day, or so, you know? I mean, I know it's going to differ. Per we person. say to people, and it depends again, you know, how important is the goal to you ultimately. So we sort of try to tell people to look at it as 
part of their job. And obviously for someone like, you know, if we're talking about an actor like, you know, Roger Corsa and he's preparing for a role um, or if, you know, Guy Sebastian's preparing for a tour, you know, it is part of their job. So we actually discussed with their PA to book it in as if it's a meeting or literally it's just part of their day that's, they cannot contest it. They've got to be with us at that time doing what they're doing. So that makes a big part of it. The other thing is just, again, using the most effective and efficient training possible. So a lot of people, you know, they, they people might say, and it's not that it's wrong, there's no right or wrong way necessarily to train, but you'll see people go, okay, well, I need you to go and do um, low intensity, steady state cardio for two and a half hours every day. What? Exactly. Who's got that time? Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So we've created a training methodology that combines cardio and strength training into a 45-minute session that they do five to six days a week. Um, and then we tell them to move on any days that they're not specifically training. So go and do something you enjoy. Go surfing, go paddling, go be out there, be active. But you do not need to invest more than 45 minutes a day. Easy, doable. Yep. You can achieve results in eight weeks. Okay. Chief, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Well, I hope this smart and wise advice from Chief inspires you to get out there and exercise and, well, just enjoy it, hey? The healthish way. If you want more from Chief, he's up on Extra Healthish, talking about exactly how to do that. More from us, jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. You can find us across social media, or there are plenty other episodes of this podcast, Healthish and Extra Healthish. Thank you for listening in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, well, get out there, exercise, get off the couch, and stay healthyish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.